Welcome everyone to the Ove Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Vav. We will begin on Daf He Amubet at the bottom of the page, the last line. Ezuhu Katan, Kontra Enriachol Archov, Akhtev Shaviv. Today's Daf is sponsored anonymously for the Zuchut of the anonymous sponsor and his family. Says the Gemara. Ezu Katan, we said in the Mishnah. What's called a Katan? What's a katan? According to Bet Shammai, you called a katan and you chayav in chinuch, or you called tuk a katan that you patur in chinuch, if you cannot ride on your father's shoulder from Yerushalayim up to the Harbait. Okay, and according to Bet Hillel, it's if you can't hold your father's hand and go up to Har Sinai. Right? So Bet Yilel says you have to be um, you have to hold your father's hand. So that now holding your father's hand in the walk is an older age than Bet Shemai. So Bet Shemai is being stricter. He's saying as soon as you can go on your father's shoulder you chayav. Bet Yilel says no. You could have kids who go on the father's shoulders but they can't walk up with the mountain with their hands and then they chayav for sure. Got it? So he says, question. Up to Yerushalayim, who took it? The family, let's say, lives in Haifa, right? So the kid has to get from Haifa to Yerushalayim, right? Besides, we're going from Yerushalayim up to the Beit HaMikdash. So it's much harder to get from Haifa. Than to get up to the Beit Hamikdash, so this kid, who brought him up, right? So any kid like that, any kid who could get there could also automatically go up. So what is this term? You go from Yerushalayim to Arabayit. Amar Abaya, Abaya told him, "Ad hachad mechayve ime b'simcha it te ime." Means like this. Women are patur in Aliyah Regal. Aliyah Regal means to get into the Beit HaMikdash. Okay? Women are chayav, however, in Shalmei Simcha, which was the, f- the fourth mitzvah of, that we were talking about here, was the Shalmei Simcha, which is a shalamim that's brought for the Simcha Yom Tov. Women are ch- What? No. The Shalmei Chagiga is the third one, and Shalmei Simcha is the fourth one. Okay, let's, go, let's review them. First mitzvah is walking into the Beit HaMikdash. Second mitzvah is bringing Korban Ola, called Olat Riyah, oh, completely, completely burnt in the Mizbech. Third mitzvah, Shalmei Chagiga. It's a special Shalmei, because it's V'chagotem Otor Chag Ladonai, which tells you Shalmei Chagiga. And then there's Shalmei Simcha. Okay? So... We're telling you that women are chayav in Shalmei Simcha, the fourth one. And therefore, in order to eat a shalamim, you have to be in Yerushalayim. So every woman has to come to the Beit HaMikdash anyway, because she's got to do the shalamim. So she's going to come, she'll take care of her kid. Just like every just like every baby, they'll come, the mother will nurse him, take care of him, bring the baby up to the Yerushalayim. Now, but to get up, to whether or not they have to go, they have to go up to Harabayit or not, 
is if they're old enough to go on their father's shoulders. If you have a three-day-old baby, father's not taking him, he can't go on the shoulders, he can't go up, right? Once you have a seventh-month-old or a nine-month-old, they can already go up on the shoulders. That's going to be Shemai, going to be Tilel. You have to be able to walk. A nine-month-old can't walk. Okay, so she's Pator. He's Pator. Okay. Amalei Abai Abai says, Ad Okay, so we said that. So now we're going to have a discussion. Rebbe is going to ask a question for Bet against Bet Shammai. Again, for the walking rabbi as opposed to the shoulders rabbi. So he says, it says, It says, It says, I didn't go up because I said to the husband, Adi there's a story by Shemuel and Avi that when he was born, uh, there was a story before he was born that the mother didn't want to eat the, the Shalamim because even though the husband saved her Shalamim because she was so sad, she had no kids for so many years. Then after the baby was born, Baruch Hashem, she had a miracle and the baby was born. So he told her to come to Yerushalayim and he said, she said, I don't want to go, I'm going to stay home here in, in her house until the baby grows up. Right? Well, baby grows up, she says. And then I'll bring him up, and I'll leave him there. So, Gemara's uh, question, Shmuel was at least a year old. Right? So, according to Bet Shammai, who says that when you're able to go on your shoulder, you're chayav to go up, how come she didn't go to Yerushalayim? You understand what's going on? She should have to go to Yerushalayim. And... No, not she. How come the kid didn't go up? Because the kid should be chayav. That's the question on Bet Shemai. The kid should have to go up. Amalei Avua, so his father told him, Rebbe's father told Rebbe, now Rebbe's father is Rashbag. Okay. According to your question, Chana herself is Chayav and Simcha. Which means, since she's Chayav and Simcha, she should have to go up anyway. Right? So then, once she's coming up, then. Isn't the fourth Kavan on the Cholom so she can... I mean, what? Isn't the fourth Kavan on the Cholom so. I understand, but she's got to come up to Yerushalayim. She's not going to walk up by herself. She can come with her husband. Anyway, so the assumption is that all ladies, when we said they're patur, they're patur from walking up to the Harabait. But they still have to come to Yerushalayim because they have to eat the Shalmei Simcha because they have a Shalmei Simcha. So Chana is coming to Yerushalayim anyway. So let her bring Shemuel to Yerushalayim. Once he's in Yerushalayim, he'll go up on his father's shoulders to the Harabait. Why doesn't he go up? So he says, saw that was a weak type of kid. She was worried about Shmuel on the road, therefore she didn't take him. So if a mother sees that the son needs care and can't go, so she could stay with the son. Bayer B'Shimon, Katan Chiger, the Dever B'Chamai, what's the halacha? 
Meaning, according to Bet Shemayel, who's talking about the shoulder, let's say you have a katan who is, who is uh, handicapped and he can't walk well. Okay, but, but he could go on his shoulders. Okay, or you have a blind kid, according to both rabbis. A blind kid could hold your hand and walk, or go on your shoulders. Why not? We've seen other cases before, like... Adult, adult blind is not chayav. Oh, yeah. So well, we all know a kid, huh? You're saying for sure a kid. So we're going we're gonna to clarify in a second, but we're wondering that what... I think the question is, yes, a blind man himself, how's he going to get up? He doesn't have to go. But a kid could hold his father. This, let's say guys get two kids, one blind, one not blind. All they know, right? So I'm walking with the, with the, with the non-blind kid anyway. So I could hold the blind kid and he'll get up there. Or do we say, no, he's blind, he doesn't have to go. You understand? Because kids are coming with their father. Adults, adults do all their alone. Kids come with their father. So this kid could come with his father. A regular adult who could come with his own, obviously a blind man, so I was making patur. But a kid who's coming with the father anyway, or going on the father's shoulder anyway. But see an adult can walk with a person too. That's true. That is true. So we're going to see that you're going to be right in the end. But but the nature of an adult is that you don't go with somebody. The nature of a kid is that you go with the parents. So this kid could go with parents just like any other kid, right? So the Gemara is going to answer that you're really right. What's the case? If we're talking about a handicapped kid who will never get better, or a blind kid who will never get, regain his eyesight, that's your question, basically. <laughs> if, if a gadol is patur, you think a kid's going to be chayav? Of course not. Like you said. I'm just explaining to you why it was still a question. We're talking about a, 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 a handicapped kid, a kid who broke his leg. He's going to get better. Or a, a, a kid who had an operation, but soon he's going to be able to see. Okay. What's the halacha? I'm rabbi. Kol hecha gedol mechayem medoraita ketan lo mechanchin medrabanan. Ela kol hecha gedol patur medoraita medrabanan ketan lo mino patur. So we said, Abaya wants to answer what she wants to say. Listen. Chinuch is medrabanan. So if a guy in that position would be chayav medoraita, so then. Midoran, you can make him chayav. But if this guy wouldn't be chayav midoraita in that position as a gadol, so then a kid, we're not going to do chinuch on a kid like that. And therefore he's patur. Okay? Okay, two dots. Bet Shemayim rim hariyash te kesef. There's machloke between Bet Shemayim and Bet Hillel. Which korban needs the more money? Midoraita, every korban could be the minimum amount of money, even if it's a very, very cheap korban. It's fine. Midirabanan, it needs, one of them needs to be two kesef, and one needs to be one. One's doubles, one has to be a minimum of double. The other one. It doesn't have to be double, but the minimum is double. Okay? You can have both exactly the same, if, as long as they're above the minimum. Right? You can have both of them two kesef. But there's one that can't be one kesef. Okay? So Bet Shemai says that the Ola needs to be two, and Bet Hillel says the Shlamim needs to be two. Which is the first one? The Ola. Ola, Ola. The first one, right? Ola, Ola is, is, is the Mitzvah number two. Is Ola, and, and Shalmei Chagia is Mitzvah number three. 
Okay. Says my Talmud, I'm going to learn to the Brighta. Bet Shemay Omnim had the Iyah shnei kesef achiga mea kesef. Bet Shemay says that the Iyah olat the Iyah is two and the Chagiga is one. Why? Explains Bet Shemay in the Brighta. In the Mishnah, we didn't explain why. The Brighta is going to give Bet Shemay's reason. The Brighta is like a Mishnah, just sometimes it has a little, a little more explanation of what's going on. Why? What's the reason? Shariya ole kula gola gavoa. Mashen kibbe chagia. The reason why the ola has to be more is because the ola goes all to Hashem. It has to be more than a, than a chagiga, which some of it you eat. Okay? The old, what's seen about said, Shariba be makatu be ola to yotem bishlamim. We find on Shavuot that there's more, that the korbanot that Hashem tells us to bring on Shavuot is much more olot than there are shlamim. And therefore, we see that Olot should be more, and therefore, the Olot should be more money. Okay? Two reasons. Wait till then, let me No. The Iyah me'ah kesef. The Iyah is one me'ah, and the Chagiga is two kesef. The opposite. Right? Why? Chagiga yeshnalafnei adibur, mash enkemiriyah. We find, what's the reason why Betel Because Number one reason is because, listen, we find that even before Matan Torah, they, 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 they brought Korban Shlamims. Because Basu says, So we know that they brought Shlamim. And Matsinu bin Nisi'im, We also find when the Nisi'im brought their Korbanot in the beginning of, the, of, of Pashat Naso, right? Right, you know that, that whole Parashat Pashat Naso. So in that, in that Parashat Pashat Naso, we find that. Altogether, they gave 60 Korban Shlamims. Right? And 60 Elim, and 60, 60 this. And they gave 12, 12, and 12 on, on the Olot, and 60, 60, 60 on the Shlamim. So much more Shlamims than they had Olot. And therefore, we should probably have more money, spend more money on the Olot than the, than the, on the Shlamims than the Ola. That's Betel Agon, okay? So it says to me, what does Bet Yilal do with Bet Shemai's reason? I mean, Bet Shemai has a good reason. He says, uh, he says one's going totally Hashem, and he says about Shavuot, what, what does Bet Yilal do with those two reasons? So this day you said that Riyah is more important, because it goes all to Hashem, Adam, just the opposite. Chagigash is, 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 should be the bigger one. You know why? Because you have to have enough meat on it for two people to eat, for Hashem and the, the person. When you have only one eating, meaning only Hashem eats it, Ola, so then you can have smaller because only one person needs to eat it. When two people need to ha- get something from it, something, then you should always do it bigger. That's his reason for that. This that you said that we should learn from Shavuot. And you said, because look on Shavuot, uh, there's more Olaz than there are Shlamims. Right? We'd rather compare this Korban, the Olat, no, I'm sorry, the Shalmech Hagiga, which is a private person's korban, to the, the korbanot of the Nisi'im, which were private people's korban, rather than compare it to the korbanim of Shavuot, korbanot of Shavuot, which those korbanot are for whole Kalisa. 
should we compare it to a, a private person to Kali Yisrael or a private person to a private person? Probably a private person to a private person. That's more of a comparison. And therefore, which one of the two were private person Kobanots? The, the Nisi'im. And therefore, Nisi'im, they were more Shlamim, and therefore the Shlamim should be bigger. So that's basically knocking off both moves. You got it? Shalamim is the third one. Okay. Again, the second one is Ola. Again, Ola goes totally on the Mizbeach. Okay? Yeah. Shalamim, the third and fourth of both Shalamim, they both split all three ways. Okay? Now, we're saying that, yes, it's true that by Shavuot, there were more Olot. And by, by, by the Nisim, there were more Shalamims. So, which one do you think is more of a comparison? Let's compare the one that's a private korban to a private korban, not a private korban to a public korban. On Shavuot, we offer public korbanot. All those korbanot that we offer on Shavuot, they're not just for one particular person. It's not Victor's korban. It's Klaisen's korban. But on the Nisim, they were comparing it to Nisim, where they were more shlamim, where they, those were each individual Nasis, each individual prince's korban. So it's more of a comparison says, to the Nisim than it is to Shavuot. And that's why I say that you do more Shalamim, the bigger one. You with us? Okay. Okay. So Bet Shemai, who says that the Olot were the, were, the, were, the two, were the two and the Shalamim was the one, why don't they go like Bet Hillel? So says the Gemara, I'll tell you why. This that you said the Chagiga is more important the Yishnah Lefnei Adibur because we did it before Har Sinai. Guess what? There was also a lot before Har Sinai also. So that's not a proof. This that you said learn from the Nesim because Nesim, right? Right? So I'd rather learn from Shavuot because Shavuot we do every year on Shavuot. Nesim was one time in the, in, the, in the history of the Kali Yisrael. So what should we compare? What should we compare this Korban number, th- what, what, should, what should we compare this, the, the rule to? Would you rather compare uh, these Korbanot of the holidays, which we do every year, to Shavuot, which we do every year, or should we learn, compare it to Nesim, which was once in a lifetime? Oh, that's that's Shammai's reason. Okay? Now, right, now Mara says, Ubet Shalom Ba'ishna Diyishna Levnei Dibur Marcus wants to ask the question now. Wait a second. Beit Hillel had said that as his first reason. His reason was, oh, Shalamim was before Har Sinai. But in the same Pasuk, it says that the same people who brought those Shalamims, they said, they brought a lot also. So why, how could Beit Hillel say, oh, Shalamim was before Har Sinai? Don't you know that Olot were also before Har Sinai? Same Pasuk. What kind of Ola was brought before Harsinai? Was it the Olat Tamid, which is from the Korban Tamid that has to be offered every day, a mandatory Korban that you have to do every day, or was it a voluntary Korban Ola? Right? So Bet Hillel holds that that was the mandatory Ola of every day. When it says in the Pasuk before Hasinai that those people offered, the, the Bechorim, the, the Bechors, offered Korbanot before Hasinai. Okay? After Hasinai became the Kohanim. But before Hasinai, the Bechorim 
offered korbanot. And the pasuk says that vayizbechu zibahim, they made shlamims vayalu olot, and they brought korban olas. Betila says you can't bring the proof from those because those olot were olot tamid. They were part of the of a daily sacrifice, and it's not. And we're talking about olot over here that are not part of a daily thing. So don't bring your proof from those, okay? Because because there were no private sacrifices before Arsinai. The shalamim were private ones, and the other ones were olat tamid. Therefore, it's not a proof. Bet Shemay or something. Bet Shemay holds no olat shekiri yisrael b'medbar olat to the Yahavai. He says no; those olot were olat to the Yahav were the private ones, and therefore it is a proof. That's the machloket. Okay. Amar Abaya, Abaya says the following: Bet Shammai, v'Rabbi Eliezer, v'Rabbi Ishmael, Kulu, Savru, Ola, Shekiru, Yisrael, B'Medbar, Ola, Tiyah. The following three rabbis, Bet Shammai, who we know, we just heard about, and two other rabbis, Rabbi Eliezer and Mishmael, all hold that the Olot and the B'Medbar were public ones, were private ones. No, Ola, Tiyah, yes, Ola, Tiyah. Our private ones that when you come up to us, when you see Hashem, right? Because Olatiyah means that whenever you go see Hashem, like on three times a year, you have to bring a korban Allah with you. So it, these rabbis are claiming the reason why they brought those olot is because since they were able to see Hashem on Har Sinai, they brought korbanot. Good. Now, the same idea like when you go up to the holiday, you sing Hashem, so you bring korban. So these these bechorim when they offer the sacrifices, they also brought. Korban Olat to the Yah, like as if you would go to the Beit Hamikdash, because we just saw Hashem at Har Sinai. Okay, Ubetilal the Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Yosi Glili, Kolus Avri, Olat Shikiru Yisrael b'Medbar, Olat Tamid. It was no, they said it was a regular Korban Olat Tamid for the day. Now we know about Beit Shemai Betilal. They just threw in two other rabbis. We're going to say, where do you see these other rabbis hold it? We're going to show you, even though they're talking about a completely different statement, they were really explaining it about this. How do we see? Bet Shemai Hadamin. Bet Shemai is the, the case that we said. Rabbi Ishmael, where is the proof that Rabbi Ishmael holds that it was Olat the Iyah, that it was a voluntary korban? Not a voluntary, but uh, Olat the Iyah that comes out on the holiday, or when you see Hashem. The Tanya will enter the Brayta, Rabbi Ishmael Omer, Kilalot Neem Rabbi Sinai. When the Jews got the Torah on Har Sinai, they got the general rules. Without all the details, right? Upratot and the details, Moshe taught them later when they built the Mishkan. Rabbi Akiva went, no, they got all the details on Hasinai also. Vinishnu and they reviewed them, and they reviewed the third time, that's the Machlok Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Ishmael. You think that I was talking about the Olat Tamid? It can't be. You know why? Can it be that, that in the beginning it didn't need to be cut up? In the end, they need to cut it up? Which means the korban olat tamid has special rules that has to be cut up a certain way. And since it has to be cut up a certain way, according to Bishmael, who claims 
that it was according to be according to the rabbi who says that the Rishmael who claims that we only got on Hasinai the general rules and we didn't get the details, how would we know how to cut it up? Must be that he holds by the fact that he says we got the general rules, must be that he holds that and we didn't get the details, must be he holds that it wasn't Olat to the Iyah. It wasn't it, that I'm sorry, that it wasn't lost my track. Must be that Rabbi Ishmael holds that it was it was Olat Yah and it wasn't Olat Tamid because you didn't have the rules of Olat Tamid yet. Olat Tamid has certain rules and, and he holds we didn't get the rules yet. So if you didn't get the rules yet, there's no way to do it without the rules. And therefore, since for the, for the fact that he says that we didn't have the rules on Har Sinai, it's a proof that you hold like Bet Shemai that it was Olat Yah and not Olat Tamid. Since there was no rules and Olat Tamid has rules, so it must be you hold like that it was Olat um, Riyah. Okay? Rabbi Eliezer, how do you know about Rabbi Eliezer? The Tanya, because we learned in the Baita, it says in the Pasuk, Olat Tamid Hasuyah Bahar Sinai. Olat Tamid that was done on Har Sinai. Rabbi Eliezer Omer, when it says that they did the Korban on Har Sinai, Ma'aseha Nimru B'Sinai V'atzma'a lo kirba. He says, no. When we said Ha'asuyah B'Har Sinai, it means the laws were set on Har Sinai, but we only did it afterwards. Rabbi Kiva says, no. Kirba, it was over on Har Sinai. V'shuv lo they started on Har Sinai and they never stopped. Because the Basuk the Pasuk when it talks about Olat Tamid, it tells you, it calls it the Olat Tamid, which was done on Har Sinai. There's a machloka, what it means. When it says it was done on Har Sinai, it means it was done, means they told us how, how to do it. Or done means it was actually done. So now, according to Rabbi who says, it was just told how to do it. That means we didn't start it till later. So the Olat that they were done then must have been Olat Riyah. According to the Rabbi who says it was actually done and never stopped, which is Rabbi Akiva, so then he holds that the, that korban was tolat tamid. So it means he holds like the rab like in our thing bet shemai. That means he. I'm sorry. That means he holds like betilah or bekiva. Okay. Good. Elamar kim akonim umincha has. What do I so what do I do with the pasuk that says hazivachim umincha igashtem liba midbar al beim shenar betisel? Pasuk says that you brought me the korban up for forty years in the desert. Says him, no, that's Shiftosha Levi. She loves of the Zara. Henry Mishalahim. What does that mean? Okay. It means the 40 years the Jews were in the desert. Right? The Jews didn't bring Korbanot. Right? Because they were embarrassed, right? So it sounds like they didn't do bring any korbanot. So how could we, how could we say that we, that we didn't bring any korbanot? So we're answering no. When it means that they didn't bring korbanot, it means only Shevet Levi didn't bring korbanot. But Shevet Levi, 
of course they, when, no, I'm sorry. I mean, Shevet Levi was the ones who brought the Korban the whole time because they weren't embarrassed since they didn't do Abu Dazara. The Jews were embarrassed, so they weren't the ones who brought the Korban. They let the Shevet Levi bring the Korbans. Okay. Now, now we're looking for the three rabbis who hold like Bet Hillel, and Bet Hillel is the one who holds that the Ola and the Midbar was Ola Tamid. So Bet Hillel is the first one who says that it was Ola Tamid. Okay. Rabbi Kiva, Hanami, we said him. Who's Rabbi Yosei How do we know Rabbi Yosei says what we just said? Itani, we learned in the Brayta. There's three mitzvot that the Jews have to do when they go up to the holiday. which is visiting Hashem, that's going into Beit Hamikdash. That's number one. Chagiga, they skip, skipped Olat to the Yah. Sorry, the Yah Olat to the Yah, bringing the Olat to the Yah, right? Chagiga and Simcha. Yes, there's some by the Olah she'em b'shtem. There's some some. Benefit of Ri'iyah over the other two. There's, there's a benefit of Chagiyah. There's a benefit of, of Simcha. Each one, each Korban has its own benefit that the other ones don't have. What's the benefit of each one? Yes, the first one, the Ola that goes on the Mizbech full has a benefit. It all goes to Hashem. That's one thing that the other two don't have. Ola is totally Hashem. The other two don't have that. Okay? Yes, the number two korban, Shalamim number one, Shalme Chagiga, has another two don't have. Shechagiga is not a final dibur, because korban Chagiga we had even before Matan Torah. Okay, and the other Mashiach Mishnah, the other one we didn't have. Yes, but there is something in, in Simcha, the third one, the Shalamim Shechagiga, we have something. Shechagiga no hagit ba'anashim anashim, because Simcha is for men and women, and the other two are only men. Right? So each one has uh, something over the other ones. Again, the Olat Yah, its great thing is it's the only one that's all Tashem. Exclusively the only one all Tashem. The second one is the only one that was before Matan Torah. And the third one is the only one that is men and women. Okay? Good. So you want to Yisrael, my time, Komuk, So therefore we... Oh, hold on. So therefore from this rabbi who said this statement, you see... And it was done before Al Sinai. How do you see that? Hold on. Oh, obvious. So it's clear that why, why we said that Rabbi holds like Bet because Bet is the one who says that the Korban, Korban Ola, that they, the, the Korban Ola that they brought was Ola Tamid. And here too. And here we're saying that the Korban, the Korban that they brought beforehand, the only Korban that was brought before Matan Torah was Korban Chagiga. So it sounds like they didn't bring the Ola Tamid beforehand. That means that the Ola that they brought beforehand was Ola Tariyah. So it's fine. No, it was Olat Tamid, because it was Olat Yah. Sorry. It means it was Olat 
it, 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 it was, the korban that he brought before was olat riya. That was one with the one before, and therefore, when Bet Hillel says it's olat tamid, he's right. So let's get it clear. I'm sorry about this. Bet Hillel and Rosalie both say that the olah that was offered before Hasinai was olat tamid. Now, had it been olat riya, then he could not have said that only korban, only korban chagiga was from before Hasinai. Because olat riya is also before Hasinai. Must be yod that the korban, the olah that was offered before Hasinai was not olat riya. It was, it, it was olat tamid. Good. Okay. Rishmael, Gemara is asking a question now. My time of Komikli Vishmai, why did you assume that Rabbi Ishmael is like Bet Shamai? Who was Rabbi Ishmael? Rabbi Ishmael was the one who said before that he was the one who said that, that the general rules were before Hasinai and the details were given afterwards in the Ol Moed. Why do you assume that he holds like Bet Shamai? If he says it was how's Rabbi Yossi Aglili going to answer it also? In other words, the same question you asked on Bishmael that you you don't know the detail. How can you say it's Olat Tamid beforehand? We didn't know the details how to cut it up. So too, you can ask the same thing on Rabbi Yossi, who says Olat Tamid. You didn't know the details. How would you cut it up? Why? The time because we learned Rabbi Yossi Gilil Omer Olat Shkivu Seven Bar Enetu Av Shedu Tuach Lefishi Enem Shedu Tuach Elab Ol Moed Elach. Right? Because Rabbi Yossi Gilil specifically says that there was no Hefshet Minu Tuach till after Ol Moed. And he claims. That that the the laws actually changed. That that the Jews actually used to do the the olat the tamid one way, and they changed the laws afterwards, and they learned how to cut up the right way. So it says, "Sami mikan Ishmael, take out Ishmael, because you're right. There's no necessarily proof." That it was according to Bishmael that it was Olat Riyah. Because it could be that Bishmael, just because Bishmael says that we didn't have the details, it could be that they, they used to know they used to do it one way and then they changed it, did it a different way. So therefore we don't know for sure that Bishmael holds what it was. Okay. What time is that? Chisra has a question. Okay. Hi Kra. This pasuk, how is it written? Pasuk says, They sent the young men of Bnei Yisrael. The young men of Bnei Yisrael means the Bechorim. Because before, before Har Sinai, it wasn't, there was no Korim. The Bechorim used to do the Korbans, right? They sent, and They brought Olot. They, right? Kivasim, they brought lambs. And they ordered sacrifices, they made shilamim for Hashem, parim. 
עוד יום אידי ואידי פנים היו. We want to know. The Pasuk says, look at the Pasuk on the start of the page. If you don't mind, oh, you don't have it. I'll read it to you. Vayishlach nare b'nei Yisrael vayilu olot. Vayizbechu zavim shalem Hashem parim. Pasuk says, they brought olot, and they brought shlamim to Hashem bulls. Now, does that mean that both the olot and the shlamim were both bulls? Or only the shlamim was bulls, and the other one were maybe lambs? That's the question. Okay. What's the difference what they brought? It's history. Who cares what they brought? Says the Gemara. Moses Shemal, the Pisuk Tamim. Mazuchah says, you have to know where to put the, the stop when you read. Do you put the comma over here or the comma over there? The guy says, I want to bring an Ola the way the Jews brought Ola in the Midbar. So, if you hold that they did bulls, then you have to bring a bull. If you hold that they did kivasim, then you have to only bring a kevis, you don't have to bring a bull. What's the halacha? Tiku, we don't know the answer. Hashem, the Eliyahu will come and give us the answer to this question. Okay. We're going to stop here at the bottom of the page, last line, Tanan Hatim, we learned over there. Baruch Adonai Le'olam, Amen ve'amen.